Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there just sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Afterlight Skies, the Star Wars podcast that the majority of us, I wasn't quite sure when I wrote this write-up, have not yet seen solo. So if you spoil it in chat... Jeremy will, will yell at you. Jeremy. I mean, I won't yell at you. I'm not paying attention to chat. No, I will yell at you. <laughs> no one, okay. no one so will yell I, at you. I will ban you. Someone who doesn't care about spoilers will yell there at you. There you go. So probably even, John even No one will yell at you. I will ban you. Or that that. Works too. I was going to be nice and give people yelly warnings. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on from that... <sighs> Yelly Apparently Solo is very good. I am so fan. fucking excited. Thank you. I was just getting ready to type something. Yeah. What was it? I said Yelly Warnings is the name of my KISS cover band. <laughs> and I was moving right. right past it. Um, Although yeah. I probably would have said something like Atreyu because yelling more. Anyway. Jeremy, let it die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that much. Um, okay, so yeah, with that out of the way, welcome to Star Wars Afterlight Skies, where Jeremy's going to introduce his character. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I am playing Corey Tane, the human outlaw tech. Oh, and I need to roll something. You do, but please wait until I've actually cleared the pool. <laughs> I will. I I will wait. Sorry, Star Wars is ha- I don't know if anyone else is having slow down problems with Roll20 right now. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's clear for me, at least. So. Oh, that's right. I cleared it at the end of last week. Go yep. ahead. I'm good. <laughs> One light side. Yay. Yep. Because Corey is and a popular John- force in the universe. Oh, I'm playing... I'm John. I'm playing Ares Artinos, the Mandalorian mercenary soldier. And uh, I got one dark side. Cool. And Spencer? I'm Spencer. I am playing Psy, the Twilight Ambassador from the Rebellion. And <clears throat> we have dark side. And Cat. I'm Cat. I am playing Powder, the Surgical Droid. And I got us another light side. And Jack? 
Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing R3RN Rerun, the astromech droid who is a combination uh, saboteur and <clears throat> mechanic. And he is feeling one light side today. All right. And William, um, <laughs> our returning guest character player. Yes, I am William, and I am playing Helix, HK-53 assassination droid, who brings to the table two liasides. Cool. Um, <coughs> yay, Helix. All right. The force is strong with this one. I mean, <laughs> there's different versions of the force. <laughs> the force is strong with this one's blaster carbine. That also, there's different. Um, <laughs> Helix is very important to destiny right now. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, previously on Connect, after Light Skies, the crew who was hanging out in Corvella uh, trying to uncover... Uh, a few different things, but I think mostly some information on um, Rerun's past employer, uh, Doug, by the name of Tinguska, that Rerun would very much like to shove several explosives into. Uh, and also found some of Corky's family that proved to have some complications as Theresa, Corey's presumed aunt, was later found murdered by the group along with a young Twi'lek individual who seemingly shot in the head with a sniper bullet. Pursuing that, they learned some things about where the gun may have come from, who Found, tracked down the assassin, found out how the assassin was hired. Um, or rather, they tracked down an assassin who didn't do it, but knew who did. Um, and through some of Ares' bounty hunting connections, found, found out that the individual who hired the hit on Theresa had also put out a hit on another individual. They didn't know which, but they did manage to find out all three individuals that it currently had hits on them. Uh, two humans and a Wookiee. Um, as we pick up, the party he has assembled back in the ship. And Sai, having been working on some various things and also presumably weightlifting or something, um, had just come out to the area where this information was being discussed in the common room, looked down, and recognized one of the individuals profiled in the uh, set. Sai, so you may recall oh, previously that you went looking for essentially weapons armor dealers who might have some knowledge of uh, what's it Mandalorian armor that had been sold um, 
and you found a Wookiee armorsmith, and she had, or rather, her translator had mentioned that um, they didn't mind looking into it, and that it wasn't something they had ever traded in, though she had at one point modified some Mandalorian armor for that Mandalorian to put in an inbuilt jetpack. Correct, yeah. It kind of just helped us narrow down the field a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It seems like she is, like, you You would recognize as they're pouring over this list of assassination targets, she is the Wookiee woman that is on that list. Okay, so she she has a hit on her. From, yes. Uh, okay. And is this, just uh, clarifying for my knowledge, this is the same, it's by the same person that uh, did the hit on... So, you have three targets. Okay. And you know one of them was the same person was buying the hit as bought the hit on three. So your group doesn't know which one. Okay. Though you recognize this woman. Okay. Yeah, so if Sai, you know, see... I don't believe Ares was there for that. I believe Ares was listening over comms. I was. I was, but I personally was taking notes, so I was just confused, because I I have the name of that Wookiee proprietor, but it's different from the Wookiee name on the contract. Then I misremembered the name or grabbed the name from the wrong part of my list. Yeah, the name the name that was the name that the Wookiee gave us was uh, was um, La uh, Laonidia. That that is correct. <laughs> awesome. I will I will change that name in my notes as well. Because so that that's my bad. I would have recognized that. <laughs> that's why I was confused. Okay. Okay. Because Sorry. Uh, I actually, uh, Ares, Ares would have recognized the name. Because Ares didn't go in to meet them, but Ares found the name and sent Spencer right. in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so with that information and realization, whoever has it first, yeah. Um, you're all sitting around. So these are bounties, because I, I recognize the Wookiee. Uh, I believe Ares would as well. And who else was with me? Corp? Was rerun? Was rerun with me? Was powder with me? It was powder. Powder. So we've met this Wookie. We should probably go check in on her then. She was. She seems extremely friendly. Was a great crafts. Great at her craft. Yep. Would be best to go check in on her then. Don't know about these other two, but. If it's the same person that uh, hired the hit on Teresa, then it seems this is at least a connection. Well. Hmm. Is is there any... Uh, I'm, I don't know if someone kind of... I don't know if anyone made a roll for this last session, but is there any possible obvious connection between these four individuals or is it uh, or does it seem as random as it does on paper so as a third time i'm saying this so info or lose it uh <laughs> you know that one of these three people was is targeted by the same person who who called the hit on, on Theresa. The other two were likely 
be independently also people that someone wants assassinated. Um, would it be possible, given that we know that, okay, somebody called a hit on Theresa, and that same somebody has also called a hit on one of these three targets that we know, mm -hmm. would it be possible for Rerun to go on the holonet and see if there are any other connections? Like, oh, this Wookiee sure. Armor Smith also, you know, like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> They went to the same Better Business Bureau meetings or some. I don't okay, know. Right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that um, is what I more meant okay, with yes. like that. Yeah. Someone can make me a computer's difficulty three with a setback die, and uh, you can get a boost die if someone else is assisting. Sai, what's your computer's skill? Hmm? Uh, three green. Okay, and I've got two I'm... yellow and a green, so. Yeah, so I, I can assist. Or someone else can, but yeah. I was gonna say, am I around? Because uh, I have three yellow in computers. I, I think everyone is. Everyone but Corey, because Corey was messing with stuff in her workshop. I have three yellows and a green, but yes, I'm in my workshop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. you could either attempt this yourself, or you could try and find someone to pass it off to who has better stats. But. As you're making that decision about who's going to roll a thing, uh, Helix, you're showing up outside of the Nisari. I believe this may actually be a different Nisari than you previously encountered. They've gone through like two or three ships since I last ran into them, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one of those wasn't named the Nisari, if I remember right. Um, nope, this is, this yeah. is the same Nisari he last saw. Just different okay. paint job. All right, and so, oh, numbers. okay, so this is, well, he can't see that. That's a digital code you send out when you're docking. <coughs> yeah. um, it's not a license plate. Um, so you arrive, this is definitely distinctly resembles the ship and model that you last saw. It seems like they've had to, t because last time you saw this ship, the entire exterior and paint job had been sheared off. And there was acid pockmarks all over it. Yeah. Um, so, seems like they've fixed it up some since then, given it a new exterior coat. Um, so, it, the, the silhouette probably looks the same, but yeah. it... It, it's clearly the skin been looks fixed much up better. a lot. Um, it's not quite as much coughing up random bits of spark and smoke any more than any random ship in Star Wars would. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, at this point, Helix kind of looks over his shoulder at the Twi'lek and the R2 droid that are behind him and um, suggestions. Jez, if there's any business that we have while we're here, I would suggest you go and see to it. You do have access to the credits account. Any repairs or upgrades you feel you might need, go ahead and get ordered before we leave. Of course. I definitely am not turning down the opportunity to grab some mechanic stuff off of Corellia proper. Acknowledgements. Good hunting. Yeah. And she'll sort of uh, R3NB is actually pretty quiet, um, and she'll just sort of jerk a finger, and the two of them will head off. Um, 
you equipped her with a fairly large gun that she carries pretty openly and comfortably. Um, I, I gave her a slug thrower. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this to the woman with purple coloration um, clearly bouncing a little bit at the prospect of I'm gonna get some, some shady shit from a, a black arms <laughs> dealer. <laughs> um, bouncing off with her R3 counterpart droid. And so and then he will turn and head towards the uh, docking ramp of the Nasari. Yeah. I believe it is probably closed at this point. It yep. is closed at this point. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he'll uh, just, yeah, he'll just like metal metallic fist. Tung, tung, tung. Okay. Can so now is that going to pick up on rerun systems? Yeah. So I, I'm getting there. Okay. So now <laughs> whoever is going to make that roll, make that roll. Difficulty okay. three with a setback plus a boost for assistance. That is one success and one advantage. Um, so all three of these people seem to be merchant. If you're looking at social class, they're all merchants. Um, which is one of the more common things to be in Corellia. Uh, None of them are necessarily in the same exact field. Uh, Reese's specialty is knickknacks and oddities. Um, Lalaneda's specialty is armor. Uh, yeah. Um, the other two humans that... Augusta and Roland. Sorry. I found them. They're important. Um, Augusta deals in um, licensing software and <clears throat> Roland um, is a ship parts dealer. Ooh, okay. ship parts. But no, so they be belong to rough trade unions in the sense that they all are merchants, but that there's nothing that specifically connects them to your eye. However, Powder, you've been privy to almost all the conversations that happened around that. So as you're thinking about this and trying to figure it out, you do know that both of these people were people that were at least at one point, asked about helping out with the Mandalorian armor situation. Okay. Oh, that's right. The common connection is us! Yes! Uh -huh. <laughs> Which, let's be clear, Ares made the earlier. The common connection is Ares. <laughs> Not us. armor. Yeah. Someone but, Powder, as you're scratch. thinking that, you all hear clang, clang, clang. Well, while they're working on it, while they're looking at computer stuff, I will visitors. go check the door. Okay. Um, you're a Mandalorian. There's no reason you wouldn't recognize this. Sort of checking the exterior sensors for the door. There's an HK assassin droid just uh, standing outside. Helix and Ares know each other. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's a specific HK trait. I feel like the first instinct is still, that's an HK assassin droid. Oh, wait, that's an HK assassin droid that I know. If, if Psy would have opened the door, it would have been the first reaction. <laughs> so. Yeah. Just yeah. In, just in case it's not Helix, my blaster rifle is still in my hand. I mean, so the thing, the thing about it, the thing that distinct that distincts Helix from most other HK assassin droids is he has like ballistic curtains like bolted around his hips that sort of creates a trench coat visual. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. I mean, still. any HK can get that bolted on if they want to disguise themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hands still on blaster rifle. Open the open the uh, open the uh, the uh, the docking ramp. bay ramp. Mm -hmm. Helix, greeting. Ah, Mandalorian Artinos. It's been some time. It has indeed. What can we do for you? <laughs> Recitation. I have been recruited by a friend to assist you with some of your problems in this location to get you moving further on to your final target, one Chinguska. Yeah, well, we're just about to go... We're just about to go out for a walk and work on that, so... Oh, Jeremy. Come on in, meet the boys in the band. Our guest star is here because we've been fucking off too much. <laughs> I will. I will bring Helix into the communal area. Yeah. Um, rerun. You definitely can sense someone entering the ship because you're pretty keyed into all of the ship systems at this point. Okay. Yeah. If 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 he if he notices somebody coming in, he'll scan. Probably see that it's Helix. Powder, are you all right to proceed on your own? Or do you still require my assistance? I have I some should be fine. business to attend to with our visitor. Who is it? As we walk around the corner. <laughs> yeah. As we walk around the corner. The Mandalorian well, I mean... now has an HK droid with him. And Sai, you would recognize an assassin droid given your upbringing and your uh, profession. Yeah, no, Sai immediately quick draws. Um, spins Do I know this, Felix? Or are they behind us? Well, I you and I are probably... the only person that is not aware of Helix that. entering is probably Corey. Um, yeah. Unless, Helix, you are stealthy. Sorry, sorry. I, I would recommend against that course of action. I assume. Given, hold on, given I want to hear everything that Sai does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Sai, oh, let's just finish. finish. Time out, guys. Given the distribution of the computer systems, Corey and uh, Powder and I are up in the bridge because that's where oh. you have to do that from. So yeah. we're not yeah. seeing this yet. Okay. That's why I was asking if I see right, him yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was under the impression that Psy was also at the bridge. Never mind. Yeah. All right. So my you know, bad. I think Psy was still in the common area, but yeah. Yeah, so I was just in the common even, area. Even is on his way. <laughs> Psy, continue. <laughs> yeah. So I quick draw, drop like three sixty spin, drop to a knee, right into like knee shooting stance, and like there is like a half second where Ares. I would think Ares, being a Mandalorian, notices Psy is going to shoot. Like, 
he's going to shoot unless something is said. That's that's why as as the, I would recommend I would recommend against that course of action, sir. So. What the fuck? It's it's a it is an assassin droid. It is indeed. Sayolo, this is Helix. Helix, the jumpy one is Sayolo. There's there's just like a, a very slight tilt of the head and then recitation. I am an HK-53 assassination and protocol droid. To my contacts, I am known as Helix. To my targets, I am known as Searing Pain before unconsciousness or death. Yeah, yeah, I've had a few friends be uh, the Searing Pain part. Um, no, I'm not dropping the gun. What's he doing on the ship? He's a friend. At this point, Corey is just randomly walking along from 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 her lab, like carrying a bunch of parts, just heading towards one of the upstairs room. Walks by, hey, Alex. Greeting. It is good to see you again, Corey. Yep. He's a friend. Killed anybody I know? Negative. I do not believe so. Good. Okay. Keep walking. Walks out of the scene. <laughs> very aware that Helix is way better than whoever killed your aunt. Oh, I know. That that was just in general. <laughs> that was just a, a common greeting. <laughs> and um it uh Sayolo probably being experienced would probably notice out of the corner of his vision that Helix isn't in an aggressive stance. But there is, uh, on his left hand, there is a small slot on the back of the palm, and there is a combat knife at full extension coming out of that slot. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, so if seeing Corey do what Corey just did, Sai slowly stands up, lowers the gun, but does not holster it. The combat knife retracts into the hand. I mean, Sai will also see that... Uh, Ares's hand is on his gun still. Like, I haven't let go. I'm not pointing it at anybody. I'm just holding it there. All right. Um, so how did y'all become friends with an HK droid? Well, in my line of work, Helix and I have actually worked together before. Uh, I'm more of the, I'm more of the bango loud. He's more of the quiet snip snip. But, you know, um... Common, common, uh, you know, disparate, disparate skills for common ends. Uh, not, I think Helix introduced some of them to me previously. I'm not certain now he knows all the rest, but now he knows you too. Can rerun wheel in at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Catch, motherfucker! Throws a grenade at Helix. <laughs> <laughs> I will catch. <laughs> it's not activated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did Corey you drift somewhere, in? Like as you're eating your lunch or whatever, it's like this in the back of your head. If they damage the ship, uh huh. <laughs> I think that's always in the back of Corey's uh-huh. head, though. <laughs> ah, rerun. Pleasant as always. We had a little pull. I'd like to share the inventory. Acknowledgement. That goes one more, he says, as a small <laughs> series of cavities. Like, right, like yeah. six small cavities in his chest open up 
two of which already have grenades in them, and he just slots one into them. <laughs> right. Yep. Hey, if you want to fill those up, we've got like 398 more in the cargo hold. Negative. Some of that space is for storage of other things that might be necessary. Fair enough. Anyways, uh, we're about to go out and check in on a Wookiee uh, Wookie armor dealer uh, who may or may not be soon to be dead or not. I'll say holding up the uh, holding up the data pad that has uh, the information yeah. on it. I mean, Helix recognizes assassination contracts when he sees them. Yeah. Commentary. I was instructed to assist you with any dealings that you had here on your way to Chinguska, so... Well then, feel free to come along. Solo? Yeah, I'll go along. I mean, we're not going to, to kill the Wookiee, so... No, we're going to save the Wookiee. Right. Um... Yeah, let me uh get my things. Yeah. <clears throat> um, which cool. I mean, means killing the people trying to kill the Wookiee. But I mean, you know, it's whatever. Apparently, if you do it in defense of other people, it's called saving or protecting, not murder. But it, it, it's all about where the quotes are. In the sentence. <laughs> all Jesus about where the Christ. quotes are. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And on the troubling statements that indicate Ares slipping sanity from lack of killing people for a few weeks, uh, Corey, we're gonna yes. check in with you. I I believe at one point you wanted to go through Theresa's stuff. Um, Correct. Okay. Uh, I I know last week you were kind of in and out, but I think it's yeah, fair I to say you got that done at some point. Whether or not you, I know you haven't gotten the details yet. But. No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and I'm going to apologize. I will probably, I, I will probably ask for information that I already asked for last week on things because other than my work on the air filtration system, I literally remember none of last game. That's fair. Yeah. So, I think uh, that's 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 the important thing I would have reminded you of if you didn't remember. Oh no, I remember uh, that. Okay. Uh, yeah, rerun helped you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah, in so terms of character continuity, do you, I think it's fair to say you've gone through that stuff at this point. So, yeah. this is a list. Uh, Theresa's stuff, a lot of it isn't terribly important. You just took anything that could be identifiable. Right. So, there's family photos. There's that Calcori, um, which is the sort of wooden statue thing um, that mm -hmm. Theresa had. Um, there's some rocks, stones, and boulders there's that you looked at from four. Lots of trinkets that presumably that's what she sold, and that big locked sort of travel chest. Right. Is that uh, is that computer locked or just like mechanically like sort of standard locked? Yeah, it's locked with a key and like a number a. Uh, physical code okay it seems like it's something she was worried about being accessed digitally and i don't have a key correct you don't have a key all right well oh no an electronic lock certainly i will i can't even say it i'm gonna bypass the lock yeah <laughs> um so this is something you still technically have to roll for, even yeah. if I understand it's nearly impossible for you to fail, but it's a difficulty one mechanics check to pry it open. Okay. 
um, more mean, than three say, successes, you'll be able to salvage the lock as you do it. We say it's almost impossible for you to fail. We've seen so I do fairly well on this game, but we see how my die rolling goes at times. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna spend. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> you're always free to spend I three successes and a yeah so yeah you're able to get it open without like completely ruining the case or the lock um, okay. inside the case is padded there's a large number of sort of crystals in little you know that stuff they have in like guitar cases to uh -huh. like yeah. form like, like, yeah. like form cut foam Essentially, yes, that essentially, there's several crystals um, and a wooden, uh, just you know, only when you're not in D and D are you like, where is the Arcana roll? Right, lore. There's a skill called lore. Hmm? Yep. Yeah. Um, and a sort of wooden stick about, um, about a foot and a half in length. Um, okay. You can roll me a lore, or roll difficulty three to try and identify it if you would like. Yes, I would. This I will spend a point for, because we've got five, you only have two, I think that should be more balanced. Uh, do, 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 do. three successes and a threat okay so this isn't necessarily something you would have ever learned about but you've encountered pieces of this stuff as a mechanic you're familiar with it from a mechanical perspective uh, the wooden stick itself seems to be a unusual variety of lightsaber um, and those are force crystals. Um. Okay. <laughs> so what Corey would know from, from her, from three successes on that role and from, um, being sort of a detailed mechanic, um, is yeah uh it's the the crystals essentially allow for a kind of a laser with a specific distance to it they there's definitely a spiritual aspect, but the salient point is blade of powerful energy. She stares for about a minute, stands up, walks to the door of her of uh, of, of of her workspace, locks it, <laughs> starts to turn and walk away, stops, thinks better of it, turns back, locks it a second time. And then goes and stops and stares at it and tries to figure out what the fuck to do. 
Yeah. So yes. The lightsaber hilt is entirely made of wood and could easily be mistaken for a short baton. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And yes, she's just going to be lost in herself for a little while as she tries to work this out in her brain. Yep. So I know that was probably going to be like, like, like more time, but she's like, ah, oh, ah. And that'll be boring for like five minutes of me solid doing that. Yeah, I'm a thing. Well, that happened. <laughs> yes, it did. Yep. Bef so, if if that is Corey being silent for a while, um, before yes. we leave out, I'm going to actually go grab the sniper rifle that I retrieved. Um, and, uh, walk up to Helix. Uh, Helix. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, you retrieved. That we, that we retrieved. That's more like it. Um. <laughs> Helix, got a question for you. I'm gonna toss the sniper rifle to him. Welcome uh, to the Nasari, where if you show up, we will throw multiple weapons <laughs> at you. <laughs> um, what can you tell from looking at this? What can I tell from looking at this? <laughs> Um, make me a knowledge warfare roll with the boost die for being a specialist in sniping. I guess. I mean, I difficulty three. <laughs> sure. There's some things you will know regardless. I'm just yeah. curious if you know anything else. Um. No, I have a failure okay. and a threat. With a failure and a threat, this is a pretty standard rifle. It's set up for to be a viable sniping um weapon like from from the lack of any sort of identifiable codes you can tell that it's probably not probably intended to be dropped or hard to trace um it shoots blaster fire um it's decent quality it's not amazing um but it's a pretty Sort of standard loadout sniper rifle. It's also been uh. recently spray painted into the Artino's clan colors, but <laughs> oh yeah, and it's covered in spray paint of Artino's colors. Yeah. But recitation. Standard disposable blaster sniper. Good at uh, effective from rattles off a number. Yeah. Distance in meters. Uh, variable amounts of spread. Decent weapon for. Disposable nature is handing it back. I'll take it back. Except oh, for the part where it's now spray painted with your clan's colors, which is a little bit of a less yeah. disposable. I mean, Mandalorians mark their territory. Um, ah. yep, I was hoping you might know more. All right, I'll go hang it back up. Yeah. Right, let's go see a Wookiee about keeping her alive. Lucia will keep about a horse. Musing. I do hope there are 
other things that need to be spoken to about not being alive anymore. Yes, the ones that we're trying to keep from killing her. Uh, you're okay. here, so I don't probably don't need this, I say, figuring my blaster, so I'm just going to go hang the blaster up and grab the vibro axe, because if Helix is on blaster duty, then I'm on up close duty. <laughs> so I've got my vibro yeah. axe and shield. Chink, chink. Right. <clears throat> Let's go. Okay. I... Unless there's anyone else who wants to stop them, go with them, comment on something before they leave. Uh, Helix, Hix, Psy, and Ares, as I understand it, head out towards where you previously met that weaponsmith. So the um, marketplace warehouse. Thing. Yeah. Did I finish my computer stuff and all that to be able to tell them everything that I learned from that before they leave? Um, probably not. You're probably finishing just about now. Um. Okay, then I would go over they the have comments to let them know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what does Powder say? Um, well, Powder would, would explain all of the, the, uh, things that they, uh, are, 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 sorry, my brain stopped for a moment there. <laughs> um, Powder would explain all of the things that they were selling, um, and that and mention that the only in the only thing that they have in common is the Mandalorian armor. Right. Thanks for the info, oh. Powder. Of course. Corey, you definitely hear that. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> you're in your room. Sorry. Sorry. What was the thing I heard? Yeah. I'm um, sorry. So Powder was going over potential connections between some assassination targets and mm -hmm. um, mentions that the aside from these people being merchants, the only thing they have in common is the Mandalorian armor. But Oh, uh, okay. Uh, real quick, my son is throwing up sick, so I'm going to hop off. Just make All sure right. he's okay. He's about to go to bed, so if he comes down and falls asleep, I might hop back on a little later. Yeah, but just message us. Let us know it's fine. Yeah. Have okay, a, cool. Good luck. Yeah. Poor little dude. Now I have to adjust things. Do we need to go to break or are no, you good? No, fine. Keep going. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. yeah um. So she chimes in. So sorry, all of these assassination targets are in relation to the armor BS. I do not know if they are in relation to that, but that is the only thing that they seem to have in common. Or rather, by, that two by, of them have in common. Yeah, right. yeah, the two of them have in common. Interesting. Back over the back over the comms, Corey. Do you know if your family has some is some sort of like noble criminal house? Because that seems to be how some people are talking about them. Um, no, I am at least no. I don't have. I got. I I I, I have to preface this by saying <laughs> that I. Don't have a lot of interaction with my family. Um, 
with the exception of my mom, who is... But back... Um, but Sorry, as far as Corey, I know... You, bro- you broke up there a little bit. Your mom is what? Is... Uh, and so as Sorry, far you broke as, up again. Uh, <laughs> as far as... Um, as far as the the family here on Corellia, that's kind of the opposite of what I was told. Yeah, no the uh, the the person we spoke to yesterday after we head back out referred to uh, people not wanting to fuck with the Tangs. Ah. Uh... Which is sort of the sentence, which is sort of the sentence that you use when you're talking about like huts and things like that. They're fucking mechanics. Apparently not. I'm not on this calm frequency, so. (laughs) Yeah, and Helix, just for Helix's benefit, Ares does have a built-in calm, so you probably can't hear most of this. Yeah. He's not just he's not holding up. Yeah, it's in my helmet. Yeah, he's not he's not speaking loud enough for me to hear. Yeah, no. Right. Well, we'll keep looking into it. Then cool. Out loud to Helix. Helix, is there a reason why you wouldn't want to fuck with the Tanes? I use that as a quote. Do I know the Tanes in any particular context? Um, roll me a difficulty. Yeah, let's go with streetwise. Uh, difficulty four? See what I get. I'm at least proficient in this. Unlike, unlike the war one. Uh, hey! Three successes with three threats. Sure. With three nice. successes, not really. Like, you are not focused on Corellia or Corvella, so it's entirely possible that if this is some sort of local name, you wouldn't necessarily know it. Um, but the name does not, pretty definitively, does not ring a bell to you. Like, you know a mechanic named Tane. Her name is Corey, and... I don't know if you would would necessarily not want to fuck with her, but she's definitely useful. Um, and you'd be aware of Corey's last name, but might know might know her mom too. That's true. You may also know uh, Corey's mom, who I don't know how much of the backstory Helix would be aware of there, but yeah, Reltane. We're uh, owned by a hut on Narshida. Hmm. Mechanic. Yeah. I'm assuming mechanic and not droid mechanic. So. Yeah. Um, so. Um... Musing. The only people I presume would not wish to fuck with the Tanes are those who have a vehicle in their workshop. Hmm. Well then, let's go check in on our Wookiee. Continue on. 
Rerun goes. They're mechanics. Corey says, staring at at one yeah, right? lightsaber. Observation: Although there is at least one Tane with access to a Mandalorian bounty hunter. I mean, there is. That's true. Probably wouldn't want to get on her bad side. <laughs> Continue on towards the. <laughs> yeah. So there's a clang, clang, clang on the outside of Corey's uh, workshop door. Mm -hmm. One minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably about 30 seconds of the sounds of clanging and shit being being thrown and <laughs> before the door is unlocked and then unlocked again and then open hey what's up uh what sort of what's on the priority list Ah, uh, um. Uh, Are you okay? I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm ticking. <laughs> um. Because usually, what's on the priority list? There's an instant response of like 15 things. Of here's um, what the ship needs fixed. No, I am just fine. I have just, you know, there's been a lot going on, and I, you know, the uh. You know, I'm really, I'm the, um, yeah, right. Uh, if I don't... you needed, I can go check in with glass. Oh yeah, glass is on the ship. Um, because she was doing some research for stuff for us as well. Oh, okay. Uh cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um I uh, uh, you know what? Uh you should do that. You should absolutely do that. Um and uh uh I believe that puts us at everybody's doing things. So, great. Awesome. Shunk, click, click. I love how we've completely upended Corey's emotional mood in the span of like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, rerun will go check in with Glass and see where she's at on her most recent assignment. Mm -hmm. There's a lightsaber in this box. <laughs> <laughs> and my family are badasses of some repute. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Which would be... Also, as a reminder to John, you have met another person with the last name Tane. Yeah, I told well. I told Corey about it as well previously. Okay. Um, yeah, that was what prompted Corey to apparently set up my room to knock me out theoretically. Right. Theoretically. Theoretically. Okay. Hypothetically, even. <laughs> um, rerun. Yes. Yeah, so he'll wander down to wherever Glass is. Yep. So, uh, have we gotten any pings or feedback on the research yet? Can you remind me what she was researching for? Uh, she was, I believe the last thing I'd asked her to, uh, Rerun had asked her to look at was the 
Twilight kid, uh, especially given that Rerun thought he was at least had some Mandalorian connections. Right. Um, chill. It's hard to track parentage, especially in more complicated situations. I've been looking into it, but I haven't found any personal records or the like. It'd be great if there was like a publicly accessible database of, you know, biological profiles and things like that. You'd think with the level of sophistication of our technology, somebody would, but yeah, no, I, I feel you. The main reason for that is um, the extent of data transmission, but also oh, the challenges of archiving and archiving data that can be later accessed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That becomes unviable at about 20 people. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, well... Uh, just to keep you up to date, and he'll let her know what everybody's doing except for Corey, because nobody knows what Corey's apparently doing. <laughs> Losing her mind. And right. Corey is going to need a therapist, so if you've got any backup there, that'd be great. Understood. Have a great oh, day. Also, we have a visitor who is an assassin droid. He's fine, though. He checks out. Understood. There is, like, she doesn't necessarily emote very much, but there is a t slight, like, well, that was a really weird non-sequitur to her tone of voice. <laughs> well, he came in on the aftermath of Sayolo getting about a nanosecond from trying to put a round through his head, so, you know. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Glass doesn't have a gun. Okay. So, Corey... Um, about mm -hmm. 30 minutes after you spoke to Rerun, um, you have a knock on your door. A little more composed this time, so I didn't have to shove everything off into random shit. So, click, 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 shunk. Hey, what's up? Uh, Glass is standing there. Hello. Hey, uh, Glass. What, how are you doing? I was wondering how you're doing. Oh, you know, I'm good. Uh, I, you know, there's a lot going on, and um, uh, I just want to get this whole thing handled. And I need a little me time. I'm sure you get well. Maybe you don't. I don't know, but I do. Um, and uh. No, things are good. Things are good. How are you? <laughs> I was waiting for that. I'm doing pretty well. It it can be really overwhelming to have so many things going on at once. If yeah. you need someone to bounce ideas off, I'm always around. Okay. Cool. Um I will certainly keep that in mind and I understand, if you need me. Sweet. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. 
as Helix and I are approaching the weapons and armors market stall area. So anyways, yeah, now apparently if you hit a Rodian like right in the like like sternum area, a head just like deflates. It's kind of funny actually. <laughs> Observation. I have found very often that their close quarters aim is a bit off the mark, so typically there is a window for that. Yep, yep. Though, if you kill them with the punch, it doesn't deflate. They just obviously they just fall over like a ragdoll, which is also kind of funny, but... Alright, I think we're here. Rodians. The punchline of, of Star Wars assassin species. It's because they try to be assassins and fail so utterly at it. <laughs> Everyone just asked Greedo. Anyways, uh, uh, go in to find our Wookiee friend. Okay. Yeah, it's it's easy enough to find her. It's not. She her stall is at the same place it was before. There's um, Leonara and her translator are both there. Uh, she seems to be working on something. Um, and the other woman is actually it would be a different woman um is standing at the front uh talking with one of the customers about an order as we walk up just to helix do you speak shiri work because i do i was about to say as a protocol droid i believe i speak in most of the of the like mainline languages of the galaxy so yeah i think that is what we established in terms of it all right so we're both good right good uh walk up Hello there. Uh, to the Wookiee, or... Directly to the Wookiee. Yeah. Chill. Not really quite look up for a project. If you're looking to commission something, please speak to my translator. I'm a little bit busy at the moment. Right, but uh, I have some pertinent business relating to you, though. She'll look over. What do you need? We're investigating a bit of a problem, and it seems that you may be in danger, and we wanted to make sure you were aware. She'll sort of look both of you up and down. Is this some kind of protection racket? I just sort of hand over her the data pad. I don't know if you know oh. who... who. Yeah, I took... Took down two people last week in relation to something like that. Did you? Good, good. We're trying to find the people who put this out on you and also on another one of our friends who wasn't so handily defensible. Mm. When you work on armor, you tend to have a lot around. Um, yeah. And, like, she'll stand up to her full height and, like, most Wookiees are taller than either of you, but she's she's pretty massive and clearly built, um, even for a Wookiee. In terms of what I know about who might have ordered this, it's always possible it's some sort of business competitor. There have been a few things I've done recently that could have ruffled feathers, but nothing that I've I got a warning about in advance unless you're the warning party 
Uh, we're here. We're uh, we're pretty certain it's related to information about a particular set of Mandalorian armor, and I'll describe it and the symbol that was on the back. Yeah, we had someone else in here asking about that. I may have looked into it a bit. It seems like that's the connection between at least the two that we know of, you and the other person. Hmm. Uh, did you find anything that would explain why this is suddenly the reaction? No, but I definitely looked around and didn't find anything, so the reaction may have been to someone snooping at all. Look over at Helix. I kind of feel like painting a target on myself now. Um, looks up at uh, the Wookiee and in in Shiri Wook because of the whole you know voice modulator mm -hmm. system that has that a protocol droid yeah. has. Um, query: Were you actually commissioned to do anything with said armor? Nope. Person just wanted to know. If it had passed through the markets, not something I trade in, but at, I said I'd ask, ask around. I asked around, no one here had traded in it, so. I have a question for the DM. Yep. The person that she's talking about having asked, that's Sayolo, right? Uh, to Ari's knowledge, that would almost certainly be Sayolo, because yeah. Sayolo Who is being... standing right there, right? Oh. The DM well, lacks object permanent. I assume, I assume, I assume, so as an excuse I to have Silo, yeah, as an excuse to have Silo not needing to talk, he probably stayed outside the market. Yeah. Okay. I, I think Sai stayed back because you guys were trying to ask about a thing in relation to what he had already done. Yeah. Okay. So he might come in if you needed him to verify something, yeah. but... I think having yeah, him off to the, I think having him off to the sidelines so that we have a different set of people asking questions. You know what sense. he's doing? He's asking the guards of the facility and other people around. He's smoothing his way around, trying to find out if anyone saw anything suspicious. There you go. Cool. The uh, oh, sorry. I think was was she done talking? Yeah. Okay. The uh, the folks that attacked you did they have any like signifiers on them? No, from what I could figure out after the fact, they were just low-rent assassins. Right. No offense. Okay. None taken. Neither one of us are low-rent. So... Low <laughs> um, she kind of glances around for a second. If we walk, If we take a walk outside... Eight, I'm sure in about five to ten minutes you can find another one to ask some questions. That would be just the best thing for today. I <laughs> say looking over at Helix. What do you think, Helix? Obvious statement. I'm always ready for a fight. Let's go for a walk, shall we? Get some exercise in. Get the blood vessels pumping, you know. Observation. I do not have blood. I mean, oil. Whatever the equivalent is. You know what I mean. Sarcastic statement. 
Because modulating the pressure of the oil that keeps my systems functional is very good for performance. <laughs> I just give Helix a pat on the back, and I guess we go out for a walk. Yep. All right. Yeah, she'll she'll sort of say something quickly that neither of you quite overhear to the main uh, to her translator, who'll nod and then go back to haggling with some guy about. Um, Essentially, an armored case for an antique blaster, or something like that. <sighs> All right. Helix, you want to hang back a bit? Just that way you get a nice vantage point while we, if anything comes up. You look over, you look over at Helix and he's already disappeared into the crowd. <laughs> Works for me. All right. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, Helix. Sneaking around, making your way to hide place, something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna. If there's any like particularly sturdy metal structures, he can use his mag boots to like ascend to a higher vantage point and get a good view to track both the the Wookie and his companion. Yep. Uh, sure. Just make me a um. People keep distracting me with chat. When someone says something that's not urgent, I'm not going to do that first. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, Sorry. make yeah. me just a stealth roll, I guess. Difficulty. Um, difficulty two. Two. Right. Um, it's Corvella. You can find plenty of, um, like, exterior structures and metal drain pipe stuff like that. Um, uh, three successes and a triumph. <laughs> To move up through the warehouse district of the Siri city, um, completely unseen, uh, angling yourself on a rooftop. Just make me a vigilance difficulty to roll to see if you spot anything while you're up there. Alright. Uh, one failure, but an advantage. Alright. With one failure and an advantage, no one's else is in the proximity of you at the moment, um, so you're just keeping an eye on your charges, targets, but not the killy kind of targets. Escorts. Yep. Alright. And because this will hopefully get less things happening in chat, um... Let's quickly transition back to Powder and Corey and rerun on the ship. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so rerun will run back up to the bridge to inform Powder, because apparently he's the go-between secretary den mother this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ares and Helix and uh, Saolo are off to contact... The Wookiee. Oh, Helix is here. That is good. Yes, Helix is here. He showed up to help. 
someone sent him. I don't know who. But he's always a nice addition to any... Well, he is he always He mentioned helping with Chinguska, which I am very excited to see how that plays out. <laughs> Indeed. Sorry, anyway, Corey's being weird. I don't know why, but... Well, I must speak to Corey, so... She's still on the ship. You can talk to her still, I think. Wonderful. And Powder's going to head to Corey. Yep. And Rerun's going to uh, pre-calculate as many viable astrogation routes towards the coordinates we were given for Chinguska as seems practicable. Hmm. So, so that's what he'll be doing. Another knock on Corey's door. <laughs> okay. Corey, there's another knock on your door. It's a it's a very light knock. What's up? Like metal on metal. I am in need of your assistance, please. Uh if you uh, have a moment. Okay. Yeah, sure. Hold on, give me just a minute. Of course. The same sound clip plays, I assume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did, so in the meantime, she had taken the, the, the case back out, opened it up, looked at it, considered starting to, because it is a piece of, it's something for her to tweak. Um... <laughs> But it's so uh, it, it, yeah. So chink. What's up? Um, are you opening the door? Yes. Uh, Powder will walk in and close the door behind them. Uh, stop. So, do you remember how we were in a fight? Which one? Yes. Because we vetted a few. I the think. one where I was hurt. For the benefit of the Jeremy, this was when you were in the bar and a whole bunch of people pointed guns at powder. Yes. Yeah. I am still hurt. Oh, you didn't. You didn't say anything? It has been a bit busy. Okay, hold up. You are a medical droid. That is not an excuse and you know it. Everyone yes. else on the ship is fine. If, if Ares had been like Hi, I'm Ares. I'm an idiot, so I got into a fight with everything in the world. And now I am <laughs> bleeding. But I've been bleeding for an hour, and I'm still fine. Would you accept that? No. But Ares is mostly organic. Not the point. Absolutely not the point. Go. Sit. Powerful sit. And I will get to work fixing Yay! 
this is literally the exact same conversation we run would have had with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, powder. Yes. What was is the severity rating of that critical injury? Um. Well, I kind of hit the button. I believe it was it was uh two. I think. Okay. I remember it was two. Yeah. And I'll upgrade it because we just don't know. Um, yeah, I know that. That's I know why that it was, it's yeah. good to not do that kind of thing if you're not sure of what's. Yeah. Because I can't do that while holding a conversation about the plot with assassins. Yeah, well, I didn't expect you to answer the first time, and that's why I was like, okay, well, I'll respond then. So I apologize. Yeah. For those of you who are in the audience or also play Edge of the Empire or are in this group, as a reminder, critical wounds stick around and continue not necessarily having a mechanical impact most of the time, but continue adding to the number that you are rolling for your next critical injuries until they're right. fixed for droids that requires mechanics, for right. humans that requires medicine. And now so, yeah, I'll know that for next time. You're going to be rolling a difficulty two with one upgrade, aid mechanics roll. One upgrade to the difficulty, okay. Yeah. Three successes and an advantage. All right. I will be writing myself a note so that I don't forget that if it happens again. <laughs> this game is much harder for me than to remember all of the details than D&D &D is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Corey, it's yeah. not a big deal. There's a few things that are loose or a little bit there's some prey from the stun bolts. Okay. Um, yeah. Up. Muttering to herself a little bit the whole time. Uh, but at least it lets her focus her mind on something else. So, yeah. yeah. Powder, just it's make me a difficulty three vigilance roll. Okay. Difficulty three. Flat. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well then. Yeah, and on that, we're going to transition from the mechanics back to the assassins. Cool. Um, I like that Sai ended up with the assassin half of the party. I mean, technically, there's only one of us as an assassin. The others okay, that we're going to be killing are bounty hunters. Let's go with that. <laughs> Bounty hunters. Um, yeah. So after about three or four minutes of walking, um, Ares, roll me a vigilance check. What difficulty? Uh, difficulty of two. Yep, two vigilance check. Da -da 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 -da. Everything's good. Blam! Four successes and a threat. The threat is the thing you succeeded at. It's <laughs> by <laughs> finding. Yep. No, the threat right. is me. That's not how threats work. That's called an advantage. Yeah, I know. Um, so, with him also rolling four successes on his 
small number of dice, so that's very shocking. Um, you spot just as he's coming up a um, a bounty hunter or something. I, there's a guy with sort of a jacket with a hood over his his head. Um, there's clearly like a half mask underneath that, and he's coming up with his um. Yeah, he's gonna just try that on her, and she's got armor, so that's. Am um, I and I, if I don't know if I, if I just don't see him in time or not, but am I capable of putting myself between the blaster bolt and her? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have the chance to shoot him before he yeah. makes an attack, but you can you can be the one attacked instead. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, that gives What's him your... three. So he gets three setback dice. Okay. To attack me. Yeah. And this is at pretty close range. But he misses, so... Oh. Um, there's a blaster bolt, and you shove in front of her at the last point and shove the gun just slightly to the side. Um, and I walk away for 30 seconds, come back, and all of a sudden there's murder happening. I would like and I to... recommend roll an initiative. Yeah! Initiative. Just... Get that shield up. In so the this is the first prepared for this. This is the first time I've actually there. been in an out and out fight. So how do I roll initiative? Okay, fair and, enough. Uh, on um, the combat page, on the combat tab, there's an there's actually a preset initiative thing, okay. and it tells you if you were prepared or if you were on or if it was unexpected. Okay, I'm actually better at being ambushed apparently. Also, vigilance is better than yeah. like. Yeah, make sure that you don't have any difficulty set in the dice pool because initiative is rolled without difficulty. Okay. Yep. Uh, I have a success. So you have a 1-0 and I have a 2-0. Yeah, he was also expecting to be in a fight, so he's got just the two dice. He rolled an advantage. So he so, has a 0-1. Yeah. Aries, you're going first, then yep. Helix is going, and then he's going, and then I guess I should actually roll her in. Oh, she's going first. She will uh, take up a defensive stance and just wait for... She saw Helix. She's not <laughs> particularly concerned at the moment about the shady guy with the poorly made coat. Yep. Uh, so what I would like to do is basically um, clothesline the guy to the ground with my shield arm. Like, basically, okay. it's like, shield him to the ground, and then just sort of step over and hold the vibrowax at the throat, just making the comment, you really don't want to have this fight continue, mate. Alright, um... Which I'm assuming is going to be a melee attack with the shield. Yeah, I was going to say, make me a melee attack. Does your shield have stats for making attacks with yes, it? Yes, it does. Okay, great. Thank you, Star Wars. I don't have to make that up. Yay! Um, but yeah. I feel like any game that includes the ability to carry a shield should come with the assumption that someone is going to bash someone with it at some point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we are My engaged, next D&D &D so character is just going to have two shields and try and shield bash unsuccessfully. Uh, so uh, diff two he's got you. adversary, so upgrade your difficulty by one. You are in engaged range. Yep. I'm going to spend a light side. 
because I really want to drive. I really want to make a point with this. Um. 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 Does take aim apply to melee attacks? I think it does. But no, I'm using I'm using that other thing to to intimidate, so I'm not gonna take aim. Um. Da -da -da -da. Uh, three successes, an advantage, and a despair. <laughs> um, let me see what I can spend a despair on in this context. Uh, so, regardless of the despair, he takes, um, what's my, uh, he takes six damage that he can, uh, before soak. Cool. Um... Yeah, he has a soak of two. Alright. He he looks dazed but not dead. Um right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Knocked him down and then just sort of standing over with the Vibrax held down in a threatening position, making the comment, You really don't want this fight to continue, mate. Just trying to hold him there. That's my turn. Yep. Um. Okay, Helix, your turn. Ares has knocked this guy down, and um, you don't know what happened with the despair yet. Yeah. Uh, do I see any backup coming for this guy? Mm, not that you can spot from your angle now. Uh. Well. Let's make sure this guy doesn't feel like uh, trying to run away. Um, I would like... Let me see my talents here real quickly, because I believe I have a thing for this. Targeted blow. Um, yeah, I would like to... I don't know if you want to add extra penalty for this, but I would like to shoot him in the leg to make sure that he's not exactly in a position to run. Okay. Um, I'm not going to add any penalty. I'm just going to say you can't hold back on your damage if you over damage. All right. I mean, it's a blaster shot. You're at really... long range, so. Yeah. Do you just blow his leg off? <laughs> so There is an amount of blowing his leg off where he will not survive it. You know that. Yeah. Uh. Um, unfortunately, I hit that point very easily, so I think it might just be better not to shoot him at that point. Because I do... How's this? I'll upgrade the difficulty side for you. Okay. I'm being nice. So what's my what's my difficulty here? Um, your difficulty is... Do you, do you have a scope? I do. Then your difficulty is one. Actually, no, sorry, your difficulty is two. Sorry, because medium is medium is something else. Your difficulty is going to be two. Yeah. So medium, uh, uh, so difficulty two with an upgrade? Yep. All right. Uh, let us see how dead this man is. He's very dead. <laughs> yeah, um, 
Even before I apply the critical, he is dead. <laughs> um, so Helix, you aim for the leg, and you're like, come on, come on. And Ares... I forgot that this I was guy to... that you're holding up, you're now sort of holding up the upper part of the torso. No, I, I was standing as... over him. I oh, forgot that yeah. I was using. I forgot that I was using an ionization rifle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Um. But he has clearly lost a good chunk of his body mass and his blood, and is currently bleeding out. I look up at where I just look up at the sky because I don't know where Helix is, but I assume Helix can see me, and I just do the "What the fuck, man!" <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, raise the arms, like, come, really, really. <laughs> do either of you want to do medical aid? Do I will. Of you have I will. The ability? I will try to stop okay. the bleeding. Do you have a medical kit of nope. any variety? Cool. Make me a medicine roll with two setback dies for I not will. having the proper. Equipment. Oh wait, I do have st I have stim packs. I have two stim packs. Yes, you do. Ah. Can I use a stim pack on him? To Let stabilize? me check the. Unfortunately, I have one setting, and that setting is kill. <laughs> yeah. You don't have am... a stun setting. Nothing. I, I'm an assassin droid. I know. I know. The uh -huh. one time I wish that I had been there. Take we'll a maneuver as <laughs> administer a stim pack automatically heals five wounds. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah, you can use that to stabilize him. Uh, so yes, I will use a stem pack to stabilize and then tie off the, the missing leg portion so that he doesn't continue to bleed yep. to death. I mean, this does make it easier to keep him from running away. <laughs> She'll sort of look to you. Is there anything else you need from me? Nope. I'll pick him up and like sling him over my shoulder. Have a great day. Thank, Thank you, you for showing people that I am very well protected whether or not I actually am. You're welcome. Hopefully this will be the end of it. And I will, I will, uh, over the comm to the ship, Powder, prepare the med bay. We've got somebody who is lacking the use of both legs and will need to stay alive long enough to answer some questions. Understood. And, and then rerun the comes bay. over the, and then rerun comes over the comms. So you went to the armorer and you're coming back with a body. Yep. Did you at least get a receipt? You don't get a receipt for corpses, man. That's just rude. <laughs> <laughs> then Cory comes over. Who did you kill? He's not dead, first of all. Second of all, he licked shot off his legs. Did Powder he use come a grenade? Powder will come over the, the comms. Say hello to Helix for me. Who did you almost kill? One of the people that got hired to assassinate our Wookiee friend. Ooh, who was now going to tell us who hired him. More leads. Excellent. Mm. All right. Oh, I will wave my shield in the air to wherever Helix might be and start <laughs> walking back towards the ship, carrying this this unconscious person over my shoulder. There's just There's just this, like... 
outline of a of like steel gray that just sort of drops off one of the rooftops and starts to make their way down. Yep. <laughs> I would like to make a uh, Ares, you get no up. small amount of looks, especially as you're having a conversation with a Wookiee and the two of you are just standing in the straight with the guy who's almost dead. But I, I, no one's gonna get in your way. I do point I do point down terrifying. I do, I do point down to the legs and then uh, say, do you want those? To look at you. I'm an armorsmith. I, I just, I knew, a, I knew a Wookiee bounty hunter who liked to collect limbs. I just, I always want to ask. It's a bounty hunter thing, not a Wookiee thing. I, I just, <laughs> just, just wanted to make sure. I will gather the legs then. And for those who are less familiar with Star Wars, um, uh, her part of the conversation, at least, is... It is the sound of six or seven dogs and a couple of cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jack's doing it. There we go. Yeah. I may have spent an inordinate amount of my elementary years practicing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I did parcel tongue instead. Um, that is that is a perfectly oh valid god. choice. Meet, meet back up with Helix. I will Jeremy hand, and I are like, oh my god, we're so old. I will hand Helix the legs. Okay. Just in case, because <laughs> I'm carrying the, the rest of him. So, sling the sling the disruptor rifle. Just hold on to one leg in each hand. <laughs> Query. <laughs> What am I going to do with these? Oh god, I'm having Borderlands 2 flashbacks. Well, Powder might need them. Query, does this person need to have their legs back? I don't know. Concerned question. Were you going to let them live? <laughs> Probably not. Statement, then you don't need their legs, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on what sort of an interrogation tactic we want to go with them. I know this one. I know this one guy uh, who used to like puppeteer people's body parts at them in order to make them talk. <laughs> I've never done that myself. I'm much more of a straight up, you know, ask the questions, get the answers kind of guy. But uh, I never know. Always concern. Concern statement. I would question the validity of any information retrieved from someone when their body parts were used as an interrogation <laughs> method. That's a fair and point. And we're gonna go to break right there. <laughs> we'll be back in a few minutes. And we're back. Welcome back. Okay, everyone. So, at this point, um, banter concluded. Everyone has arrived back on the ship. Uh, except for Sai, who's off doing things. Hand wave. Ingerfits. Wave no, of the uh, we si appreciate him. Sai just, si just goes right back to his room to process what he just saw. <laughs> yes. He didn't see it. I, I will cover that next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It depends on whether or not you guys actually take off this episode, which here is your objective. I know. It's okay. <laughs> um, so. So, as we get on the ship. Right, everyone, you might want to come into the the uh, med bay. We have to get some information out of a person. Yeah, and Powder I would have tried to the med bay. Powder would have yeah. uh, uh, moved the bodies that were in the med bay 
Yeah, you moved the bodies, you decontaminated so none of the bodies got on the person because that tends to result in lots of bad things. Yep. If you want to keep someone alive. Um, yeah, Powder rerun. absolutely did, did everything needed to do to make the med bay perfectly accessible. Rerun will be notably absent. Okay. Rerun is going to camp out on the bridge and basically do a wideband comm scan to see if he can pick up any Corsac chatter about the person who just got their fucking legs blown off. Because if they start getting hot under the collar, we need to depart from where we're docked so that we do not get locked down and boarded. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Rerun, make me uh, computer's difficulty three. You muted. I will do this, and I am going to flip a light side point to upgrade this because I want to know ahead with as much notice as possible, assuming I succeed. Okay. Difficulty three computers. And here we go. To advantage. No failure. Okay. With no failures or su no successes, yeah, there's definitely comms chatter on, um, in general, and on the subject of the HK droid and the Mandalorian that just shot someone in broad daylight, and goddammit, they're making our jobs hard. Read it again. We're taking off. <sighs> okay, fair enough. Um, make me a piloting planetary difficulty, too, just... Okay. <laughs> one success, one advantage. Cool. Yeah, as as powder, you're getting this guy strapped down, and you're starting your medicine. Everyone feels the ship take off. Yeah, ready then. Over the over over the open com to rerun. Um. Uh, I find the. Proper prefix for this. Yeah. Um, While that's happening, Powder, make me a medicine difficulty four to try and thoroughly stabilize this person who nearly died twice over. Can I use a med pack? You can. You're going to need to make that check, but uh, I believe yeah. med packs offer you benefits to it. It does. That's why I was asking. It gives me a boost die. Uh, so, um, advice. Some warning next time might make sure that I am more able to alert my pilot, I say, as I then go to the uh, to the um, private frequency that I have with Jez, uh, hoping that the ship is at least docked nearby. Um, and uh, alert! The Nars... Uh, what was the name of this ship? Nasari. Uh, uh, Nasari 2, specifically. Yeah. Uh, alert! The Nasari is currently leaving atmosphere. If you could take the coyote and uh, keep pace with us. Over the comms, uh, rerun. You know, Sai is still on planet, right? Retort. <laughs> we will pick him up as soon as possible. I will send him a message to know he is not being abandoned. Um, and she'll. Anything else you need me to grab? And you kind of hear half of a conversation of her breaking off some negotiation she was having with a guy and forking over the full price. 
Uh, clarification. Uh, what, what race is Sayolo? Twi'lek. A, tw- a Twi'lek by the name of Sayolo near the markets. Okay. Uh, and I assume you give her a standard description. He's... Yeah. Adult, man, green... Or, wait, orange. He's orange, yeah. Yeah, orange. Um, yeah. I, I, give the full, I give the full breakdown. Yeah. I got a single okay. advantage on my medicine roll. Yeah. So she'll go do that. Well, she was looking forward to fucking around in the black market for a while. Okay. So. With one advantage, uh, you're trying. You're working at it. Um, this guy is in bad condition. It's this is not like, oh, you're in the ER. This is a... You blew his fucking legs off. That's blew his the... legs you off. blew his fucking legs off, and you're working on it in the somewhat poorly stocked back of the ship. Yeah. We, we blew his legs off, and then I injected adrenaline into his heart to keep him alive long enough for you to fix him. That's what yeah. we did. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um. So... You're getting him stable, okay. but it's taking a while. Um, you do uh, notice that he's got um, a small dog collar thing around his neck um, that you sort of pull off and put to the side so you can use your equipment easier. I will go look at that dog collar. Dog tag, sorry. I'll go look at that dog tags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who are yeah. you, sir? <laughs> Um, it's just a barcode. <laughs> Helix. I'll hold it out towards Helix. Can I Corey scan the barcode? Corey has managed to put herself in the corner and is just sitting there sort of watching the whole thing. Yeah. It's, you've seen stuff like this before, but it's still kind of on the gory end of things. <laughs> I mean, as of late, that's not necessarily a bad thing for Corey. <laughs> Can I scan the barcode? Yeah. Um, make me a computer's difficulty, too, given that you tend to be equipped for this kind of thing. Yep. Uh, no upgrade. No boost die. Success and an advantage. Um. Yeah, so... With the success and an advantage, you're able to recognize the long string of numbers it translates into. For those who don't trend, tend to work in credits, and even some who do when they're working with large sums, there are intermediary banks, services, brokers who essentially he can do the bartering or hold an amount of money for the completion of a task. You've worked with groups like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like this one is likely one that he either was using to buy or sell something. Probably bought, probably sell his services, given where you found him and what his occupation almost certainly is. Hmm. Uh, so he just kind of... Uh, commentary. If you were looking for this individual's name, his name is apparently rattles off name of a bank. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do I know what that? Do I do I do I understand the context of that? Have yeah, you had translated? it's not something you personally work with that often, but your clan certainly would have run across it at one point. So if you want to, yeah. And and just because I was I was working on uh, something else, what was that again? That was they they the, rather than getting a direct payment. This is the bank that's likely holding the money for the completion of his task. Got it, got it, got it. Right, so we can figure out who we can follow his money if he doesn't know actually who actually who was uh, on the other end of it. <clears throat> I'll hold. I'll, I will hold the. Uh, I'll, I'll take the dog tags and sort of hold them out uh, towards Corey. You want to hold on to this? This likely leads to the person who ordered your aunt killed. Reaches out, grabs it, pulls it back, puts it in pocket. Okay. Nope. And then just sort of waiting until Powder stabilizes this guy. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's going to take you a while. Rerun, where are you going, if anywhere? Um, <clears throat> Rerun will be looking for as innocuous a place to hide as possible. What sort of moons does Corellia have? <laughs> sure. Either a large space station or a moon, just somewhere where he can hide in a sensor shadow, yeah. pretty much. Uh, give me a second. No problem. Corellia has three moons, two of which are bullet points on the wiki, so we're going to go with those two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I should know this stuff. I just don't have every detail of every planet in Star Wars memorized. Um, no, that's fair. <laughs> um, There's a lot of planets in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Corellia uh, has two moons. Uh, has three moons. Two of which are Gus Talon, which is. Um, Oh, yeah, which is, is primarily used as, like, an imperial base. Yeah, we're going to slash... one of the other ones. <laughs> Gus Trada. We're going to Gus. We're going to go hide Gus out in Trada Gus Trada. is unoccupied. Um, it, um, yeah. It has a inner system market station that orbits it. Um... And is the outermost of Corellia's three moons. Yep. Going to the market station or the moon itself, which is moon a... itself. We're gonna okay. we're gonna go we're gonna go into geosynchronous orbit around that moon, just hiding out in the shadow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Love I love the unnecessary level of paranoia. <laughs> oh, on on the. I was gonna say unnecessary. I don't think yes. unnecessary is the proper Re word. Everyone has experience with crime on Corellia. He is not unnecessarily paranoid. He is legitimately paranoid. I was trying to figure out how many stormtrooper commanders I could send after Helix without, without outright murdering him. 
I don't. I feel like the empire. The answer is somewhere around twenty. By the way, I feel like the empire <laughs> wouldn't send stormtroopers after the bodyguards of a legitimate merchant who protected her from an assassination attempt in the public street. Except the merchant was an alien. So, uh, merchant was specifically a Wookiee. They can only they. Especially on Corellia, they can only be so xenophobic before they lose Corellia. <laughs> in no, the Senate. Because okay. the Senate is still a thing that exists, even if it's the only Senate a puppet Senate. The Senate still exists. Even if it's only um, a puppet Senate. Yeah, but how long does it take for okay. the controversy of law enforcement on Corellia to make its way all the way up through the red tape ranks to the Senate floor? <laughs> Decades. Um, They're just going to shoot us and have done with it. I don't think they're going to care that much. <laughs> okay. Find out. So, whether or not Rerun's paranoia is warranted is hard to know because Rerun already saved your asses. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah I, could, I could see 20 is a good number of stormtroopers for Helix to shoot through. Um, they're actually yeah. way more accurate in this game than they are in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> we will have that debate later. It depends. Star Wars has this great thing called the minion mechanic <laughs> that I adore. Yep, it's a good one. But don't get to use that often because I never know how many people are going to be here. Anyways. Um, yeah, anyways. Yes, so. You're in orbit. <laughs> um, and Sai is being picked up by Helix's hireling. Since we're already up here, uh, we can work on getting the information we want out of this guy. Go ahead and plot a course for uh, Chunguska. Uh, get I already did that. Over here. <clears throat> good, good, good. How long, how, how long will it take to get to Chunguska? Uh, so I haven't actually made the astrogation roll yet, Aaron. Can I do that now? Yeah, astrogation difficulty three, as this is from a major situation to a very minor planet. I'm using the light side point just to be safe. Well, just to try to be safe. Safe is relative. <laughs> Two successes and a threat. <laughs> All right. Relevant With to the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to make a stupid joke, so go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So for your restraint. Two successes and a threat. Yeah, you can plot the course. Um, It'll take about three weeks. Yep. Uh, we already so, sort of established this, but mm -hmm. yep. So yeah, he'll um, he'll explain that most efficient I could find is about a three week route, but it'll get us there. Sounds good. Well, let's figure out what we're doing with our friend here while we wait for Sai. Go back to waiting for him to be stabilized. <laughs> I'll be monitoring sensors just in case. If I have to make a hyperspace jump with emergency speed, I will try to let you guys know ahead of time. Please ask. Uh, so, worth noting, whenever anyone other, whenever anyone makes a piloting check with this ship, there's a setback die added to it because of its handling. Gotcha. Um, mm. Unless you have my ability to remove setback dice on piloting checks. Yeah. Mm. Is that just the ship model itself, or is that one of those things that you never managed to fix? Uh, no, it's 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 the ship model itself. It's the right. handling is handling is 
a number of setback or boost die that you get depending on yes. what the number is. And our handling oh. is our handling is negative one, which means it's one setback die to anyone trying to pilot it. Cool. Because it's clunky. Because yep. it yeah. Um. It maneuvers like a cow. Which is why I have a skill, I have a talent that lets me remove setback dice from piloting <laughs> Good to know. Um, so should I do another medicine check? Uh, yeah. Um, you can make me another one. It's, yeah. Uh, with an additional setback because you weren't able to succeed the first time. Difficulty for one setback. Uh, Corey, is there anything you wanted to be doing during all of this? Uh... Corey is going to slip back out of the med bay. Keep the comm link. Uh, keep the comm link. Go back into her, her workspace. Keep the comm link up. Um, oh wait, I still had the boost die in there. Sorry. Sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead. That's okay. No, you're fine. Um, and. Yeah, I'm surprised it's taken her this long. She's just curious. She's going to figure out how to put that thing together. Okay. Um, make me a mechanics roll difficulty of three, maybe four. It, three. It's, <laughs> it's like somebody hand, somebody dropped a, a Rubik's Cube that could get her killed directly into her lap. <laughs> Here's a Rubik's Cube Thermal Detonator. Want to solve it? Yes. All right. So, Powder, There's... you... Yeah, take that. Yeah, success Almost... and advantage. Yeah. So there's sort of this split screen of Powder and Corey both working. Uh, Corey, you almost shear your hand off a few times. <laughs> Powder, you almost lose this guy's heartbeat altogether, at least once, but you bring him back each time. Um, so if I put this crystal here, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that does that. Hey, at least yeah. you're smarter than Mr. Skywalker, who picks it up and looks down the barrel first thing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Point directly at face. <laughs> I feel like there the should chosen be chosen one, everybody. Like there should be like a little, like a little, like tag on the side of it says, "Do not look directly at lightsaber." <laughs> no, Do not. Every lightsaber is custom designed for the person that, for that specific um, person. So I'm sure someone has put that on their lightsaber at some point, just to remind themselves, <laughs> or to yeah. remind their stupid apprentice. This was your father's lightsaber. He made it for <laughs> okay um but to that end of lightsabers being custom it becomes pretty quickly apparent as you're working with it um that uh this was not definitely definitely was not your mother's or aunt's lightsaber um right this, 
is not the right shape or build for a human um, individual. Okay. Um, only one of the crystals seems to actually fit with the lightsaber. It seems like there are quite a few of these uh, force crystals, fiber crystals. Um, there's about three or four in there, but only one of them actually matches the lightsaber mold as it works. And you can get it together. With with one success and one advantage, you can get it together. You can't get it to turn on. Okay. So and I don't how, almost kill myself. Sweet. You almost kill yourself because you can figure out how to make it refract, but you can't get it all together oh, and okay. to right. a beam form. So at one point, just out the end, force! <laughs> yep. Ah! ah! <laughs> Blaster bolt goes bouncing around the room for a minute. Yeah. Oh, you guys hear red and blah? Everything's fine in here. Are you okay? I'm good. Look, so when her... you peek over the stuff, yeah, yeah. Um. Right. Claire. Are you, Are you going to need Powder's attention? No, 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 no. I'm good. We're all good in here. Powder, you? you manage eventually, <laughs> about the same time Corey finishes up with the lightsaber, to get this guy stabilized and in a position where you can wake him up. Mechanically, he would be at one one above dead in term, or one below dead in terms of his wound threshold. Okay. Um. Powder will will uh. Is, did Aerie stay in the med bay? Yep. During this? Okay. Then Powder will, will uh, turn to Aries. As long as you do not try to injure him further, he should be stable enough to speak. Right, right, right. Helix, so long as you don't blow his legs away. <clears throat> oh, by the way, I, I reach over to Helix, grab the legs, and hand them to Powder. <laughs> Just in case. Powder, powder, will put, powder will put them to the side and try to, like, just start, like, looking at them and seeing if there's anything salvageable to try and reattach them. I feel like a certain amount of them have been disintegrated. Yeah, with one success and one advantage, you weren't able to use them for that purpose. Okay. Um. <laughs> then Powder will put them to the side and go, I will not be needing these. <laughs> I'll get rid of them later. Statement. Right. I told you so. I j it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. <laughs> Statement. Most of I the feel like I've heard gone. that before. It's a very important rule. When you live, when you when you live as a clan that mostly lives on a spaceship and doesn't have like land-based areas to live on, it's a very important rule. Much rather have an extra life support system that you ripped out of somebody's ship that you blew up than to not have one at all, if you need it. Change of subject. I believe we should be waking up our interrogation target. Right, right, okay. Um, Powder, can you wake him up? Powder will My My up. method of waking involves slapping, and I feel like that might kill him. Yes. <laughs> Powder will gently wake him up. Yeah. Okay. He'll sort of look around. 
and just sort of blink. You are in a medical bay. You are stable. Please do not try to move. So, I know you've seen my face before, so I'm going to introduce you to the person who blew your legs off so that you sort of understand where we're coming at here when we're asking you questions. Helix, would you please introduce yourself to the young lad? <laughs> Helix kind of steps forward and almost like clockwork. Recitation. I am an HK-53 assassination and protocol droid. My contacts, I am known as Helix. My targets, I am known as searing pain before unconsciousness or death. Yep. That would be the searing pain you felt before unconsciousness previously. So, let's... Uh, powder. There's <laughs> definite... Actually, for everyone. The heart rate monitor definitely spikes. <laughs> so... Yes, powder will absolutely be checking and making sure this dude doesn't, like, have a heart attack. Go into shock. Yeah. Now that we've introduced ourselves, and I say sitting on the table where his legs would be, um, <laughs> and now that we've introduced ourselves, we just, uh, I think it's only polite that you introduce yourself. So, what's your name, lad? I don't like. I, I don't have one. You don't have a name. No, one. Give him a name! All right. Says rerun who's been listening in overcomes. <laughs> all right. We're going to call you Dan then. Is that all right? We're going to call you Dan. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Another disembodied voice. What is designation? What's your designation? Right, she's looking at the dog tag with a barcode on it. Yeah. <laughs> Two, four, five, four. Mm -hmm. I like that you just rolled one D three thousand to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you expect me to have a meaningful number? I don't know. No, it's just funny that you rolled for it. That's all. Welcome to Tabletop. <laughs> I, I need a random number. Oh, look, dice. Right. <laughs> Two, <laughs> four, five, four. No more sketchy than, what's this, what's the shopkeep's name? I don't know. Hold on just a second. Um, <laughs> uh, Gwynalia. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Gwinaria is actually a name I've used. Anyways, um, so uh, first of all, what is uh, what what race is this guy? Uh, or, 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 human. Or, human. He. Right. Uh, all right. Two, four, five, four. Also known now as Dan. Uh, tell us who uh, who hired you to go after our Wookie friend. No one took the job, so they just sent me in to who, deal with it. Who sent you in? Boss. Who's your boss? 
<laughs> He's clearly dying. Um. Powder is gonna do everything they can do to make sure he doesn't die. I will pass Powder another stim pack, if that'll help. Oh, I have enough. <laughs> stim pack Don't might, like, mechanically yell. help, but is not necessarily the best solution if you want him to survive long term. Stim pack a bit of a dodgy Jam some adrenaline in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's already did it once. It's like how um, if you have an allergic reaction, EpiPens absolutely are vital tools, but once you've used them, you need to go and not just use the just EpiPen and then go about one. your daily life. Yeah. Um, um Okay. Yeah. Uh, his boss's name is not on a page I had open for some reason. Okay. Um. Here's a question to those who take notes because I definitely have info on this. Um. Do either of you have the name of um, Chinguska's contact, the lady with the um, floating castle? Uh, I don't, but I feel like Jack does. Um, let me see what I have. Tikin. Right. Or Tikin, or... Yeah. Tikin. T-I-K-H-I-N. Tikin. Tikin. I know that name. Who's Takin? Wait, you told me already. You told me yes. You told me earlier. Yeah, the Doug's fucking aunt or whatever. Ah, well, she's that she's makes... a slave ring. I bet you this guy's one of her slave people. That makes everything so much easier. All right. Well, we're already on our way to talk to your boss, so I don't need to ask where to find her. Diagnosis. It seems, my friend, that your employer is very soon to be extinct. And if you wish to continue walking on this... He, he pauses at the, at the choice of term for a second. I pat the table where his leg should be and go, don't say walking. Continue your existence in these stars you're going to need a new line of work with someone who might be able to supply you with what you need to survive. I mean, he certainly wouldn't be the first person in the Star Wars universe to lose the lower half of his body and then gain the ability to walk again sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah, what that... you're talking about. He wouldn't even be the second. <laughs> <laughs> Musing. That's for important people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as soon as they shot the legs off, I looked it up. 20,000 creds and he can get a pair of cybernetic legs. Yeah, that's what I'm... That's what I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is fair. Um... Yeah, so, so, uh, musing. 
your aggression and willingness to go into an obviously threatening situation was impressive. And I think with some refinement, you could be a better hitman than most. <coughs> Perhaps you would like to walk again. Yeah. Query. Powder. Can we ensure that this gentleman sees the next morning and several thereafter? I can do my best, but he is quite injured. You are very good at your job. Acknowledgement. It is what I was built for. Indeed. And I turned back to uh, 45. Uh... <laughs> Dan. Call him Dan. Uh, 24. Assassin Dan. Lieutenant. To go with voice Dan and art Dan. <laughs> Query. Would you like to work for me? I'll take that as a yes. And at this point, he's just going to pass back out because what the fuck just happened? <laughs> right. So we'll table that discussion. Uh, good work, Elix. Always nice seeing you operate a blaster. Musing. You know, I think I'm building a habit of recruiting people that I almost kill. I mean, it's not a bad thing. You know they're not going to fuck with you. <laughs> um, Powder, now that he's in a fairly stable state, I want you to make me a difficulty three medicine roll, see if you notice something. All right. Difficulty three, medicine. Oh boy, that is two successes and, and a whole bunch of threats. Five threats. Okay, with two successes and a critical threat. Um, <laughs> that's technically what it is. <laughs> yep. Um, you're kind of you. You're not entirely sure because you have to look away and go back to dealing with his like vital stuff and apply another med pack and some things. Um, but like when you're looking at essentially the nope, not that. Um, okay, good. <laughs> you're looking at some blood tests you ran, just trying to be like, okay, how deficient in blood is he in total? What what's his blood type, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You do notice a few things that strike you as a bit odd. But then you have to go back to making sure that he doesn't run out of blood entirely and abandon that course of action for a little bit. But there's definitely something something weird genetically, for lack of a better term, with him. Um, okay. There's some signifiers you don't expect to see. Um, certain nutrients that are low. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, then I'll, I'm going to make sure that he's stable, and as soon as I have a moment to go back and, like, check yeah. that out, then I will. Absolutely. Uh, so... Corey, rerun, aside from commentary, was there anything you two were doing while that happened? 
that you want to... Uh, rerun's just monitoring comms to see if anybody's pinged us, and if not, just waiting for the coyote to get here mm -hmm. so we can transit yeah. people to proper vessels before we head for Tickens' planet. I mean, so you're right next to... Not next to, but you're across a moon from a trade center, so you're picking up a fair bit of comms chatter that's like, this lane is open, this lane is closed, I am looking for this. Um, towing services requested, there's someone stopped in the main lane. You know. Can, but... can he see if he can crack or get access to any uh, law enforcement channels? Make me computer's difficulty too with the setback die. Um, okay. To see if there's anything you can find. Okay. One failure. Nope. Okay. Uh, well, obviously they exist, but you just don't right. have the correct frequencies. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not on frequency, and I can't, and I don't have. I don't have privileges. Yeah. Credentials. Credentials was the word I was looking for. You've got a regular radio, not a police scanner. Yes. So, um, stepping out of the med bay so that powder can work without me being in the way. Uh, I'll go over the comms just so that everyone can hear. Right, well, it looks like the person behind the murder of Corey's aunt, the person behind the disappearance of Chunguska, and the person behind Yarrick's armor are all connected in at the same place. Uh, so, sounds like our next destination is going to be a visit with Chunguska and his, what is she, an aunt? Relative, like of some Relative of some sort, of some I think. Sort? Yeah. We Aunt know that she... Aunt in the boss sense is the... Yes. <laughs> Maybe not Aunt so much as Auntie Tekin. <laughs> He's Auntie Tekin. So, soon as Helix's ship comes over and drops off our ambassador, we can go ahead and take off. Uh, Jez is probably arriving around this time, Helix, if you gave her the info on where you went. Yeah. Uh, and, uh... Notation. I do have a Bacta tank that was left over from the previous owners of this ship. Uh, if the... is of a suitable condition to be immersed in Bacta for survival. Yeah, sure, we can dump them over there. Yes. Powder, that would definitely help. That would absolutely help. We just do not have one on our ship. We need to work on that. We should look into that, yes. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I seem to recall that you guys bought a small amount of Bacta really early on. We bought Bacta, mm -hmm. but not a tank. Yeah. yeah. Like patches, but not... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I think that was before emergency. I got here. Yeah, we have, we have Bacta, we just don't have a full tank. Alright, well, hook up ships, wheel, legless wonder over to the other ship, get Psy back. Yeah. Psy probably doesn't look terribly comfortable with that, but, you know, whatever. It's just as we pass, I Psy. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Announcement. We'll go. We'll go with to make sure the body's okay on transit. Yeah, it's like <laughs> as we as we as we reboard the coyote. Announcement. Jez, I believe we may have one more crewmate. Coolio. <laughs> Coolio. Oh, Jez. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Right. Thanks for your help, Helix. Are you going to be joining us for our uh, family reunion? Uh, statement. I may join you for fire support, but the duration of my contract is nearly up. Uh, we will see how the fates roll out. Sounds good to me. I offer out a fist bump. Just kind of press. <laughs> Tink. <laughs> I mean, you're you're wearing Cortez's. You're wearing armor. So. Yeah, no, there's a there's a tink. <laughs> tink. Yep. Even if I wasn't, that ar uh, the left arm is the fake one. So. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, cool. Right. Yeah. So Powder will will make sure that everything is cool. Make sure the dude gets into the tank properly and all that good stuff. Um. Say hello to Jez. Mm -hmm. uh, Wheel ourselves yep. back over. And, and then. Uh, on the way out, uh, Powder will turn to Helix. It was lovely to see you again. Statement. It was pleasant to once again work with the crew of this ship. Be safe. Acknowledgement. You as well. Overcoms. Don't waste that grenade, brother. Acknowledgement. Oh, don't worry. It will see its use soon. Did you want to take a few more? We have many. De declination. I have several on board already. Great. And then Powder will leave. Wait, hang on. I need to update our ships. I need to update our ships manifest. We now have 388 <laughs> grenades. <laughs> yes. 388 left to go. <laughs> so, I think with that, as we presumably boot off to the stars, heading our own ways. The sort of Star Wars light hyperspace thing crawls over, and that's where we're gonna end the episode. Do the thing where the hyperspace where the hyperspace lines turn into the credits crawl. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Can you get that animation? No. Say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah. Goodbye.